0: The Humanities and Social Sciences. Welcome to another episode of Oh, the Humanities and Social Sciences, the hashtag hashtag podcast. I'm joined by Susan Caldas in this episode, which will feature three parts, each looking at a different topic. Susan's a former guest of this show, and in part one, she'll be discussing her trip to Singapore and also be looking at the importance of studying Asia. Right, well, welcome to another episode of Oh, the Humanities and Social Sciences. In this episode, I'm joined by a uh, a repeat guest, Susan Cowdus. Welcome.
1: Thank you, Marco. And uh, thank you for inviting me back. It's a, it's a real privilege to be back almost a year later, um, you know, so to speak, um, on, on your podcast. So thank you for the opportunity.
0: And look, the last episode that you were on proved to be very, very popular, so I thought I'd... I'd I'd uh, keep the fans happy. <laughs> um, now, just to just to refresh people, um, if they didn't hear the last episode you were on, firstly, mm. go back and listen to it because it was amazing stuff. <laughs> um, people that didn't hear it, in 25 words or less, can you give us a bit of a recap of who you are?
1: Who I am. Yes, um, at the moment I am a PhD uh, candidate, so I've quit my job uh, to do full time study and uh, doing my PhD in geography education, so sort of that whole powerful pedagogy and what makes a geography lesson geographical, that sort of area. Um, I'm the new president um, for Geography Teachers Association of New South Wales and ACT, which is tremendous. I'm really pleased to be back in that role again. Prior to the PhD stuff, I led the Australian Curriculum geography development uh, process at ACARA, and I've been a head teacher of history uh, and social sciences, depending what school I was in, uh, for a number of years. So that's me.
0: Fantastic! And look, congratulations again on the um, on the uh, presidency of of um, the the GTA New South Wales, an amazing organisation. If you're a geography teacher. In New South Wales and ACT, and you're not part of, of the association, I highly recommend you do so. Um, check with your school; you might already have a you might already have a membership through your school already. Mm, mm. Um, but if they don't, have a chat to your head teacher. Try and get a uh, try and get a membership, or do an individual one if you want. Mm. Um, but you guys do amazing work.
1: Thanks, Marco. And um, thanks for the little plug as well. That's oh great. no. Look, mm.
0: And before we keep going and, and having a uh, having a chat. Um, what, what can what can members expect from your lack of a better term reign as president <laughs> of the GTA. <laughs> the GTA Queen Susan? What can we expect?
1: You can expect, I think, um, consolidation of what Lorraine sort of put into place over the last three years. Um, there was there was a lot of change, um, a lot of new things added to our programs in in terms of webinars, in terms of the annual conference becoming sort of a two to three day, um, you know. Um, signature event, really. Um, the the increase in the prevalence in regional areas, and that's definitely something we we are looking at. Um, the association is is looking at specific ways in which we can respond to the, the current bushfire crisis, knowing that um, you know that there's more to come probably, and there'll be other. Um, situations of catastrophe that will, will affect Australia and communities that our schools and teachers are in. So we're really kind of, I guess, this year having a serious look at, at how we can direct our activities, uh, perhaps some of our funding um, and resources towards those um, at the moment fire affected communities, but knowing that there unfortunately unfortunately maybe other types of um, affected communities that will need to become um, part of our sort of assistance package, I suppose. Um, but really, it's, it's a year of consolidation for us to make sure that everything that Lorraine started during her tenure um, becomes solidified and, and really part of practice. And that doesn't mean it's same old, it, it, it's looking at um, what's been working and, and looking at how we can maintain and, and sort of improve that. So a little bit more of the same this year, but um, one of the things we will talk about is uh, the role of geography and STEM, and I guess that's something that by the time I've completed my three-year tenure, I'd really like to have seen some progress made around the conversation politically um, and within schools around the role of geography and STEM. So I guess that's my, what I hope to leave as a personal legacy out of my reign. Um, but, you know, broadly for the association, it, it's looking at the ways in which we can best, um, you know, provide professional learning for our teachers and ways we can assist in times of need. Yeah.
0: Yeah, look, thanks for that. You mentioned the conferences uh, the conferences are, are an amazing event, um, both the, the New South Wales-based one and then the, um, the, the biennial mm-hmm. um, uh, Australia-wide one as well. Um, some great learning, some great, uh, some great presenters, um, great information as well. Uh, the journal you produce as well is amazing, good quality mm-hmm. stuff as well. Yeah. Um, so thanks for, again for all the work that happens there. And Lorraine did an amazing job over the last few years as well. She did, um, yeah. Passionate geographer. Um, we we're very lucky to have her as well mm. um, lead the GTA, and we're just as lucky to have you as well now. So thank you, oh, thank you, Marco, thank you. Um, oh, now that I've uh, sufficiently <laughs> uh, buttered you up, let's get straight. <laughs> um, let's get straight. No, no, I'm, I'm serious. Very good stuff. Um, let's get let's get into it now. Uh, the last time we heard from you, um, you were just about to embark on uh, a journey to Singapore.
1: That's right. That's, so
0: can you yeah. tell us a little bit about that and what that was for and uh, what you achieved and yeah. maybe yeah we can we can have a chat about well what, why Southeast Asia is so important
1: yeah okay so um, yeah uh, uh, this time a year ago I was pretty much ready to uh, get on a plane and and go to Singapore and I'd been invited uh, by them it's an invitation only um, event. Um, And each year, the Ministry of Education and Academy of Singapore Teachers um, have this program called the Outstanding Educator in Residence, and it rotates through the various subjects that are on offer in schools. And uh, the Ministry of Education there uh, seek out experts in that particular field um, from an international scope of people. And um, I was just very fortunate that uh, last year the Outstanding Educator in Residence program was allocated to geography and that they thought that um, I would be the suitable candidate for this Outstanding Educator in Residence program. Um, so through their teachers and the National Institute of Education, they kind of collaborate and work out what they want the emphasis to be on. And uh, the emphasis was all on inquiry-based learning and fieldwork, which I guess many people listening would know is, is probably and has been my bag for quite a while. Um, so it was my job to design a series of uh, professional learning workshops uh, for teachers And also to engage in dialogue with the curriculum development office at the Ministry of Education and to go into schools and uh, sort of do the instructional round slash critical friend type um, role within the schools and geography lessons that I was observing and uh my role was also to teach and demonstrate that all this stuff I'm sprouting out about I can actually do and um so I was placed in a neighborhood school um over in beddock green, and um it was. It was a quite a challenging school in terms of um, the socioeconomics and, and demographics of the area, um, very similar to probably the first school that I worked at here um, in Australia. So there was a lot there was a lot for me to kind of draw on, and the idea was that within we called it fieldwork in fifty. Um, so the idea was that within fifty minutes, um, obviously targeted to their syllabus. Um, you know, we came up with, we co constructed an inquiry question as a class. Uh, we worked out how we were going to find a possible answer to that research question. We go out into the field, which in this case was the school grounds, uh, to find our answers to that question. And then we pull it um, all together uh, once we're back in the classroom and kind of make some sense of the findings that we gained. And um, what we might need to do next to find out more information, so to speak. So it, that, that sort of kicked off the uh, program and it was filmed and it was showed an incredible amount of times in the two and a half weeks that I was there and uh, formed the basis for all the professional learning workshops um, with teachers that came from each zone of, um, of Singapore and then uh, went, had time at NIE. And then um, there was this amazing cultural component, cultural immersion component as well, where I was sort of exposed, I guess, to daily living. Um, obviously, food is, is a huge part of culture there. Um, you know, the, the and I learned a lot about the Perinakan culture, um, the the sort of the mix, I guess, and the, the, the uniting of um, Malaysian with, Uh, Chinese and or Indian population as well. Um, So I learned a lot not only about the history of Singapore and you know the fact that it's just you know it is almost in a way the middle of the world and it's so connected to its neighbours and there's so many geopolitical um, situations that directly affect um this this small country with a population the size of sydney you know and um and they're very globally aware uh, they're very proactive they're a very uh, multicultural and and gentle and accepting welcoming um population and um for me it wasn't all about the geography you know it was and it wasn't and um it was just an exceptional experience that i was very fortunate to have
0: yeah now, look, you, you mentioned um, that it's uh, someone selected from around the world, an expert teacher. For uh, how does how did you how did your name come up? Is this a university thing? Did you get nominated by someone? Are you put into a big pool of? of how, how does this process work?
1: Um, they that those at the ministry and the academy um, approach international experts that they already collaborate with. So in this this instance, they had some contacts with uh, various professors here in Australia. Uh, They also work very closely and would typically draw from the geography teacher pool in the United Kingdom. And my understanding is that they uh, asked both pools, you know, who who would you recommend? We really need someone who's, uh, you know, not long out of a school, um, in a school or not long out of it, has this real push towards doing inquiry and field work, can do it, is culturally responsive, will be open to, you know, a few weeks here in Singapore and able to learn. Um, who do you recommend? And there were some names that were put in the mix. And then I think they do a little bit of uh, looking around <laughs> on your uni profiles and LinkedIn and social media and things like that and I was very fortunate that they settled on me um, so yeah. there was a sort of I guess um, through who they know a bit of a nomination process and a pool, and then they out of those names they themselves work out who they'd like and and approach them, and then there's the application. So once they've approached you, uh, then there's a lot of um, processes to sort of move through, so that they can confirm that actually, you know, you are what they want and you do want to do it. So no,
0: yeah. oh, wow, it's a very very intense, uh, very intense process there.
1: Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah.
0: Um. So look, whilst we're talking about Southeast Asia, I think what we would like to get out of this, um, sort of this chat. Um is look at uh, what why is why is Asia so important for um for, for people to study? I mean, you look at the curriculum, um, I mean, obviously around Australia they've got, you know, we've got the Australian curriculum in New South Wales, we've sort of got our own uh version of mm-hmm. um of the Australian curriculum, which is quite similar but um uh not not identical. Uh, yeah. and then we've also got the curriculum review coming up, which would probably change things again. However, if you look through the the New South Wales one at least, um and across the the, the showing curriculum as well, there's a big push in the geography um, units to mm. uh, Look at Asia. Mm. Um, why why is it why is it such an important um, why is it such an important thing to, to, to study?
1: Mm. Yeah, that's a good question, and and one that actually uh, comes up a lot. I guess the 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 more sensible answer to it is uh, from policy (laughs) and um, from from directions that the Australian curriculum uh, development process was required to follow um, as part of the Melbourne Declaration at the time and, and, um, you know, engagement with key stakeholders and the the arrival of the cross-curriculum priorities uh, with which Asia and Australia's engagement with Asia was one of the priorities. Um, And so that was something that needed to be there. And whilst it was a natural and purposeful fit, that was sort of the the line that was underneath, I guess naturally this priority, along with the other two as well, um, have a very natural and purposeful home in geography. And um, I guess, you know, it was trying to, uh, make sure that we had coverage of the rest of the world but we also needed to, um, we, were, we were required to really um, at the national level to ensure that the Asia priority was uh, clearly represented um, and gave scope to uh, the breadth and depth that Asia is in terms of not only, you know, country, culture, economics, um, you know language diversity um food just everything people uh government you know everything that kind of makes up um the the communities and, and countries of the asia region um we we were required to make sure that Um, the priority had good coverage across foundation to year 10 uh, within geography. And then um, because of the commitment that the governments had made to the the content of the Australian curriculum in the state-based derivations, I guess a lot of that naturally flows through into what we see in our New South Wales syllabus um today so that's one part of the answer it was a policy decision and it was mandated and you know the engagement with Asia is is one of Australia's priorities Um, but I guess the the geographical answer to that is this is where it's at you know um and historically um and you know, still to this day, we have we have significant ties. Australia has significant ties with Great Britain and Europe, um, but but the Asia region um, is, I guess, where Australia is gradually becoming more connected and able to show more leadership um, in a number of ways. Uh, we're a country that a lot of um, uh, families from the Asia region choose. Uh, to send their children to for education, so I know from study tours I've done uh, to to South Korea and to China, uh, for example, that Australia is the second uh, most you know popular country for them to send their children to for education. Um, and I, I don't really want to talk about other issues <laughs> associated with that, um, but you know, in the in, in international students, but from their perspective, Australia offers lot. And, um, you know, we have capacity, I think, as a nation to not only, in, you know, uh, be, be a market for many countries of the Asia region in, in different areas. And I, I only talk about education as, as one of them. Um, but we also, I think, with that comes responsibility to be able to respond in a culturally appropriate way. And um, I guess that's where my interest lies when I'm thinking about students who have in, in my school years, have been in my classroom. Um, in my school teaching years, have been in my classroom from the Asia region, and now students at, at university. And I guess um, I, you know we all probably live in fairly diverse communities. And I know where I live in Sydney. Um, there's a there's a fairly large uh, population from from various countries of the Asia region. And I guess it's about that sort of cultural understanding and and knowing how to uh, respond to build a bridge in culturally appropriate ways, knowing that yes, we're here in Australia, but it's about coming halfway and um, and and developing our interpersonal skills and intercultural understanding um, to be able to better interact with and and develop and promote uh, relations between Australia and, and other countries that we engage with. Um, I think also, you know, uh, Southeast Asia is, is a real gateway from Northern Australia. Um, you know, for those of us who've spent time in, in the Northern Territory, Far North Queensland, and Northern WA, um, we'll know that the. Uh, the population diversity there and um, cultural outlook is quite different. It's often closer from some parts of Australia to head towards Southeast Asia for holidays um, than other parts of the world, and and sometimes it's it's cheaper and um, more interesting to do so compared to coming to other um, areas of Australia as well. So there's massive opportunities, I think, um, and continued ways to engage. Uh, for, for, for Australia, uh, with our neighbouring countries, and I think um, I think really that that's why, and I've touched on some loose reasons, but um, I, I I think that I think that that's really it. It started with policy, and um, if you look at business activities now, and we look at you know um, who who's making the most of. Um, The markets that Australia has to offer, and who we're seeing here in our classrooms, for example, um, it's it's quite obvious that this is a region that we need to engage with, and we need to be more culturally responsive to.
0: Thanks, and look, look, I think you you hit the nail on the head. On top of all that, um, it's about engaging with the other as well. It's about opening up Mm. um, people's uh, people's eyes to diversity as well. Mm. um, In terms of uh, um, having them engage with something other than what they're Used to and what they're surrounded with, um, yeah. and and you mentioned the study tour as well. And yeah. a bit of a plug here: if you're interested, you go to the <laughs> geography teachers' website. There's one for China there in is. April this year. There is. Um, I've got the flyer in front of me right now. Gives you 30 hours of Vanessa-approved hours. Yes, um, you'll get to spend some time in a uh, I've never been, but uh, I'm assuming a very beautiful country with a yeah. lot of beautiful people. Yeah. Um, so if you're interested, check out the GTA website. Yeah. Um that that's you don't need to be a member to be able to find the flyer. Correct. Um so at the very least, the least go to the website and click on the PDF and have a read of it. Yeah. Um and that'll be your chance to engage with the other as well.
1: That's right. And um that was you mentioned earlier, um, you said what's something we can expect from GTA this year. And I totally forgot about the study tours, because the study tours is my new initiative that I started last year. Um so yes, the China Study Tour is our sort of Uh, launch of this and hopefully um, it will be the first of many. We're hoping that this will become a yearly thing. It may not always be to China, um, maybe to other areas of Southeast Asia. And also um, I'm hoping to get one to sort of outback um, Australia as well. Um, And this is also something that we're looking to spread out nationally as well through ACTA. So, on the off year of the conference um the plan in years to come is that you know one year will be the conference the next year will be a study tour to perhaps new york or to singapore or to china or you know wherever so that there'll always be an actor event in each year as well so yeah thank you for listening to continue the conversation find us on twitter at hashtag haschat
0: this podcast is part of the australian educators online network eon.net.au